You're listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. It's your daily 10-minute business and finance uh, news update from the SBS newsroom for this Thursday, the 13th of April 2023. Uh, Later, US inflation softens, so why is the market still expecting another rate rise there? But first to Australia and the jobless rate, which remained at 3.5% in March with a record number of people in work. For more, I spoke with Jared Ball. He's the chief economist at CEDA. So, Jared, the unemployment rate remains at 3.5%. Another 53,000 jobs created, a record number of people in work despite softer economic conditions. To what extent is this report a surprise? Well, I think it is a bit of a surprise, and it's a surprise to a lot of the market economists that it is this strong, especially amidst rising interest rates, high rates of uninflation, a lot of global uncertainty. Uh, we probably didn't expect that the labour market would be just this strong and resilient at this point in the economic cycle. What does it say about the jobs market, about potentially how tight it is and the impact potentially on wages too? Look, I think it's it's very tight. It has been for a long time now. We've had an extended period of really tight labour market conditions And that should translate into stronger wages growth going forward. I don't think we're at risk of, you know, a wage inflation spiral at this point in time. uh, But I do think that we should see a bit stronger momentum for wages going forward. Any softness in the numbers at all? I mean, I did note the underemployment rate went from 5.8% to 6.2%. What did you see in there? Look, you're right, the the underemployment rate was the one thing that went backwards and and perhaps the only thing that went backwards. But I actually think that's probably more about the fact that more people want more hours because they're struggling with cost of living uh, and they want to get more income into their pockets to be able to afford the essential items at the present time. The other piece of data that came from the ABS today was some migration stats. More than 140,000 international students arrived uh, in February. When you combine that with the number of people returning to Australia because of the borders reopening, what does this say about the role migrants are playing on the economy and more broadly the future impact on the jobs market? Look, I think the return of migration this year was always going to be a tailwind for the economy, particularly in our services exports, in tourism and international education. So I think this is a good thing to see this coming through. In terms of the labour market more broadly, I think what we'll see is some of that that tightness that we've seen in areas like hospitality that we know traditionally international students, for example, uh, flow into will mean that some of that tightness will go away. And so we should see a bit of an easing up in some labour market conditions. Okay, so what does this all ultimately mean for the Reserve Bank and interest rates? Because it did press pause in April. So does it mean it's going to take its finger now off that pause button in May? Obviously, they've taken that pause to be able to assess more data releases like this. But I think you think to yourself, well, inflation is still high. We know that. The jobs market is holding up and remaining really hot and solid. And so it does point to the fact that there's more work to be done in terms of interest rate rises uh, in coming months. 
And just very quickly, while we're talking about inflation rates in the US, inflation there eased to 5% annually overnight. That's the lowest since 2021. What does this say about the potential for global price pressures to be easing and the implication for US rates? Look, I think this is very encouraging news, including for Australia. We've seen all the way on this that Australia has lagged countries like the US on the way up of this inflation cycle and on the way down. So the fact that we are starting to see inflation come under control in the US is a good thing. Having said that, once again, 5% is still outside of the target band that we want. And so I do think that we will continue to see some interest rate rises. They just won't be as aggressive as they have been to try and get to the peak and get this under control. Jared Ball there, the Chief Economist at CEDA. Let's go to the Australian share market now, which did fall. The S&P ASX 200 off by 0.3%, 7,324. A distinct decline after those numbers from the ABS on the jobs data. For more, I spoke with Henry Jennings from Marcus Today. Uh, We did. The market was a little bit muted, I have to say, before the jobs data. It took a little bit of a fall afterwards, but we are talking tiny, uh, considering we have had a pretty good week, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, both solid days. So the the thing about the jobs data, I guess, points to the strength and the resilience in the economy. And that is a concern that maybe the RBA will continue to raise rates. There were some and there are some thoughts that maybe we'll hit a pause button or maybe even stop. But uh, it does look like the strength of the economy will force the RBA's hand in May. What was the market pricing anyway? Because weren't wasn't the market thinking there's going to be a rate rise anyway? I think there was, but there's certainly some people out there that are saying that maybe we will see a bit of a pause. The Bank of Canada uh, came out last night, their economy very similar to ours. They have been on pause for two meetings now. So there was a growing sort of feeling that maybe we're pretty close to done. But that resilience in the jobs numbers shows that the economy is still going along pretty well. Uh, Where were the big moves to the upside and downside today and why? Uh, Not huge moves. Corporate travel had a good move today on the back of a UK government contract. Generally, we are seeing a little bit of uh, profit taking in some of the resource stocks. There is a big cyclone heading towards the Pilbara. Uh, That could have some effects on BHP, Rio and Fortescue, of course, with their iron ore coming out of there. So that's something to keep an eye on. But apart from that, it is pretty flat. And I've got to say, you know, with school holidays and post Easter, it's not the most exciting market. We do have a lot of data at the moment coming out on the economic front and a lot of people mulling the uh, options for central banks around the world. But still, for those investors looking at the market, where do you see the opportunities? I think still generally uh, the China reopening and the resource sectors does offer opportunities. The gold sector certainly has been quite buoyed by the bullion price. I think there's still opportunities generally in the resource sector. And of course, we're running into the bank reporting season as well. So that tends to focus a lot of investors' minds because of those big fully franked bank dividends that are due uh, after the results in May. Henry Jennings there from Marcus Today. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.